Happy late night, my friends. This is blonde-haired girl who was woken up by a significant storm. <laughs> I was sleeping like really soundly and I got woken up by this storm like right on top of us. And I looked at the at my phone and it was exactly 12 o'clock at night and then something was saying wake up wake up you need to do a podcast you need to do a late night rambling (laughs) and all these ideas start flooding my head about things to do a rambling on I like to ramble for some reason my mind is sort of wanders from topic to topic as I'm doing most anything like I remember when I was coaching a lot of times I'd be coaching people I was a well actually I've been an early childhood coach for 20 years so for 20 years I've been coaching individuals parents teachers directors on how to really raise the quality of their care in in different ways. Sometimes it's been developmental and sometimes it's been just how they care for their child. But even how they care for their child is developmental, right? So I'd be coaching and I'd be sort of rambling on this and this would come to mind and that would come to mind. And, um, and so that these are my ramblings. And now I'm rambling on my rambling. Anyway, I've had an interesting few days. Um, I've had some setbacks um, personally. I And it was super interesting for me yesterday. I really wasn't feeling good. In in my, in the quote unquote reality of myself, I have some like lingering like issues, and one of them having to do with my heart. Um, that along with for some god known reason, I have high blood pressure. I can't figure it out because I have the healthiest lifestyle of anyone I know honestly I mean I meditate every day I eat vegetarian you know I I stay away from as much as I can sugar um I hardly eat dairy I have been drinking milk a little bit more which I think Honestly, milk and cheese, like dairy products, for some reason, really are not good for me. But And I have been drinking a little bit more milk recently. But, um, and um, the other day, I was uh, driving in my car, because I drive a long distance to go to one of my um, jobs that I'm receiving an income from. I I was in the car and I have these episodes where I 
nearly lose consciousness, which can be rather frightening. But for some reason, this time, I found it like strangely exhilarating. <laughs> the only thing is, like, do I need to pull over because I, I don't want to kill anyone today? Uh, especially when this happens when I'm driving. But I had this like really weird, like, okay, I'm losing consciousness. Like my periphery vision is going, it's like, okay, so what's going to happen? And I really, I was very in a surrendered position. I was feeling stuff up my spine. And sometimes during these episodes, I wonder if my soul or whatever, like my conscious, whatever it is that's in me, perhaps nothing is going to leave my body. Um, and I just found it strangely exhilarating this time. And I started to laugh like in the car. <laughs> and I literally started laughing. Um, and I've had, I had something happen this week that really was quite heartbreaking to me. And so Yesterday I was at my, I have a candle making position. It's not, I don't really make candles, but I, um, I clean them up and I label them and I prepare them to be shipped for a candle company. And yesterday I was at that and I was really having like issues with my heart again. Um, I had written about this in, in my book that I had this episode, um, not this past year, but the year before where I really felt like I was wrestling with a very dark energy. And yesterday when I was at my candle making position, I had the same feeling coming over me and and I guess you could call it grief. I was really in quite a state of grief and I could tell that my heart, like it was just, I didn't know if, if I was gonna like live or die. I mean, I really didn't. And I, this would have been one of these moments where I possibly went to the emergency room because for I had gone to the emergency room a few times and in my life for these episodes um these heart episodes so a few years ago I actually saw a cardiologist and he put a heart monitor on me and this was the most amazing thing for me I have to tell you, it was so amazing. Um, he put this heart monitor on me, and then when I had my episodes, I called in. I called in what I was doing, what was the precursor, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and I had to do this for like, what, two weeks, two, three weeks or something. So I, I wear this heart monitor and I have my episodes, they record my episodes and then I have my follow-up and I cannot tell how great it was to have it validated. So the, the cardiologist is, 
you know, he says to me, you know, Jamie, when you had, when you called in on this one, here it is. I said, when you called in on this one, here it is. When you called in on this one, here it is. So basically, it will, these, I was having these episodes. He said, but we're not going to do anything about it. <laughs> he said, we're not going to do anything about it. We're just going to like let you be. We'll keep an eye on it. And if it gets any worse, we'll send you to somebody who works with the, I guess, the electrical part of the heart. Well, nothing ever transpires with it. And sometimes I go through long periods of time and I don't have any issues whatsoever. But yesterday, I was having an issue. I'm at the candle making job. I'm sitting there, okay, well... There's a chance that I I may not make it today. I'm really not feeling good. I'm not feeling good at all. And I'm like, do I tell someone here? And I was like, but I could imagine how frightening that would be. But then, like, how frightening would it be if I just fell over at work and, you know, died? <laughs> and so I, I, um... I didn't say anything to anyone and I made it through the day and I, I, I really was okay to go. I was okay to go. I was thinking about how the other day I, I manifested or all my children were here and I can't even say how much I enjoyed my time. It was Saturday night and my daughter came over and the three of us ate and laughed and gossiped and <laughs> and um we had such a good time and I was wondering if that was for a reason I was wondering if I had had a time with my children because I was gonna pass out of my body possibly um and I'm really good to go, which is really strange for me because I really want to live. I really want to live. I mean, to really live. I feel like there is this tendency that I talk about this tendency that somehow it's better to be there than here. It's better to be anywhere else but here. In this body, in this time, this space, this reality that I'm living. That we, I feel like it's sort of a human condition. That we have to die to be happy, be happy somewhere else where that place is exceedingly more wonderful than this. And I'm not going to say that that place isn't wonderful. I'm not going to say that. I think it probably is wonderful. But I think this place is wonderful too. I think that this life 
as a gift. What am I going to do with it? I think about like this sermon where Jesus was talking about giving money to like three different people, like God, you know, giving me money to three different people. What did they do with it? What are we going to do with this gift of life on this planet, in this time, this space, and this reality? It is really, really, really interesting for me personally to go from anything that was before to what is, to what is, it's just the knowledge, the knowingness that this life that we've been given is a gift and that we can and have the power to change our lives. To do what we want to do, to love who we want to love, to be where we want to be, to enjoy what we are doing. For myself, I already know that I am in the thick of learning how to create my reality. I'm learning how to create my reality every day. And so, the life of my dreams A lot of it, I, I already, I'm already living it. I'm, I, I'm writing. I'm, my income is increasing. I'm enjoying the people that I meet. I enjoy the people that I coach. I'm, I love the car I drive. I like my little condo and I'm so excited to fix it up. I I like the little town that I live in right now. I I like looking at the land here. There's a lot of diversity. Like we have like these dells and we have like buttes and hills and pine trees and lakes. It's an absolutely gorgeous place. I was doing my usual hike the other day and I looked down and I found this rock that was, that had these blue little spots on it. And when the sun hit them, they just listened and I picked up the rock
And I thought about that. I thought about in the Bible where it talks about the stones that are supposedly in heaven. And I'm like, the stones are also here. They're here. The stones are here. The trees are here. The butterflies are here. The birds are here. The water is here. The rainbows are here. My children are here. This is the most amazing place. The storm coming over. What's, what it sounded like hail. It was hitting my roof so hard. It's all here. And in the process of all of this, I really am excited have someone in my life to share with. <laughs> I had heard it said, I don't know where, so I'm quoting, I don't know who I'm quoting, but somebody talking about somebody to have a witness to your life. I'm so excited to have someone to witness my life. just to bounce ideas off of, you know, why is this like this, and why is that like that, and it's like make coffee, and talk, and sleep, and walk, and dance through this life. I find myself spending exorbitant amounts of time seemingly alone because I don't believe we're ever really alone. I've been getting this idea that's really just kind of crazy bizarre, but <laughs> I've been liking it to the Hunger Games, but it's not the Hunger Games. It's not it's not the way it's portrayed in the movie. But it's sort of like we are in this like matrix in this dome. And we are being watched. And it's not like there's some desired outcome other than our happiness. But these, the times in the Hunger Games where they needed something and something just came floating down. <laughs> so we are being cared for, we are being watched, we are being cared for. And that there are beings, there matter is obeying our desires
And so th every little thing that we wish for, potentials all around us, oftentimes we don't see it. We don't see it until we can see it. So it's in some esoteric dimension and potentiality that is around us that we can't necessarily see until we can see it. And believing that it's there is key. So, we believe in fairy tales. <laughs> Believing in magic. And in my case, it's just so weird because I I live with all of these like synchronicities that happen every day actually. They don't happen as frequently as they did at one point and I'm really glad they don't because that was something else. But my friend was even saying, telling me that she was driving along recently thinking about the stuff that I tell her and how it just cannot be. A coincidence. But so when talking about fairy tales, <laughs> so about October, early October of last year of 2018, I was approached by someone on Instagram claiming to be someone else. Claiming to be somebody who was very significant to me. I have a few very significant people. There's one who's extremely significant. This person was pretty periphery. Um, and that I... He, never really came to my mind as like a legitimate love interest like romantic love interest like this person you know I may have made a joke about it but I, I was actually really joking but this person pretending to be someone else kept on a, a relationship with me for months on Instagram direct messaging me for months. And I finally ended it. I, I finally ended and like blocked him and even though I, I knew I knew the whole time that it potentially could I could be being catfished. But I also knew the the potential the power of of belief or the power of the intricacies of the desires of our heart. And so I, and I continue to get approached by people claiming to be him. So what I assume happens is, is they look over my Instagram and they, and they see who 
they read, they, they get some kind of profile on me and okay. Or what else is that I comment on this particular person's, um, Instagram post. And so, oh, you're a fan. Um, well, and then a couple of them, a couple too, one of them actually came straight to me on um, um, Hangouts. A lot of them have asked me to go over to Hangouts, which is a tall tale sign of, of deception. Um, one of them went straight to Hangouts and, and approached me. Um, and then another one you know, and so I decided to just not fight it, knowing these people are just scams. And so I ended up sending two of them because this man is a musician. He's a rock star, a significant rock star, a significant person to me. Like his lyrics like live in me and over the years his lyrics have gone through my head at different times in my life I, I've quoted him in journals because his lyrics have had such significance to me personally so he was coming into town and I I wrote on two of the different the different um, hangout accounts I said if this is indeed you please send me a ticket I would like to meet you so I had mistaken the date I had mistaken the date and um so it's the day of the event and I don't know it I wake up in the morning and one of the person claiming to be him said go to this email I have a a package for you on this date so I go to the concert date and I figure out that it is that day it's not I thought it was a Wednesday and it was a Friday so it was that date so knowing this whole thing could be a scam but then knowing I also could have created this I could legitimately have created this and because I create a lot in my life now. And so I go over to this person and I send an email and then they ask for some stuff. And I, I said, so this isn't for a ticket tonight to his concert. And the man said, no. And I wasn't necessarily disappointed I mean I was really excited I'm like oh my god I may meet this person that would just be fantastic to meet him but the way the whole thing lined up was just too weird I'm just saying it was just too weird and so then I go back to the person that's claiming to be him and you know he's like um and what I noticed is is they also get really mean. So it's sort of like this, they say like these nice comments, but then they get really mean. All of these scammers have done the same thing. They, they're, they're, it's, it's just this pattern that I see that I'm just shocked. It's just shocking to me. Um, 
so I'm going about my day and it's a very special day because it was it was Friday the 13th it was a harvest moon I'm I'm in my car and I'm driving to my son's soccer team soccer concert I look up on the road sign they have where I live in well, actually in Phoenix they have these giant road signs that have lights on them that light up phrases. So sometimes they have amber alerts, silver alerts, there's an accident coming, blah, blah, blah. In this particular one, it had the name of one of his songs. Literally, the name of one of his songs. The most significant song for me that he had ever written. I mean, it's just the weirdest stuff. No wonder why I haven't been able to like land from all of this because I get significant signs constantly <laughs> from the universe from God, from, um, and then fast forward, you know, to Sunday, so that was Friday, then Sunday, I was going hiking, and I was thinking about actually love, romantic love in my life, and this bluebird came flying and nearly hit him. He was so beautiful, this beautiful bluebird. And so this is how this idea of the Hunger Games, like not the Hunger Games, but the idea of the Hunger Games that were in this, like, matrix and we are supported by God, the creator of everything. And if God created everything, then everything is God. And so when things move in certain ways, it is, it is God moving in certain ways and through certain people loving us and bringing things, our desires to fruition in our lives. And I began to believe in this more than I do in anything else. And things are moving along and I've been telling the story, I've been saying it over and over again, that I am a writer I am, this is the life that I would like to have and having more money than I know what to do with, paying off all my debts, buying my friend an animal sanctuary, caring for my children in a manner with which I would like, buying my tiny home, waking up every day, to the sound of the ocean, writing, 
and with somebody who really wants to be a witness to my life, somebody who really enjoys my company, somebody who is willing to hear me and have some sense of understanding when something doesn't feel right to me that happens between us. <laughs> it would be really nice if they were like secure enough in themselves to not feel attacked. I'm really, really excited for a person who is as excited about me as I am about him. It is my, my belief that he is already here, he's already with me, and I talk, I talk to him habitually, just talk to him. A lot of times I just tell him all the things I like about him. <laughs> really kind of funny. I like have this run down like I really like your eyes and I like your smile and I like your shoulders. I like everything about you but mostly my favorite part of you is your brain. <laughs> I absolutely love your brain. You are so smart because actually I just like my god he is so smart. I absolutely love that. I think he has a thirst for knowledge that is actually unmatched, but I think I might come close. Anyway, I feel like I should end this podcast. <laughs> Been rambling long enough. <laughs> anyway, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for listening. And that's a wrap.